Um, so it's a tremendous, tremendous pleasure, actually, for me to be doing this with Gori. Um, both of us were at Stanford yeah. in the early part of this century, between yeah. 2000 and 2002, while mm-hmm. Gauri was doing her MFA and I was doing my graduate work there. And um, she was taking photographs of so many of us, her friends and her family members who lived in the Bay Area. Um, and I think over the past six, seven years, your photographs have sort of migrated further and further outward, right, to chart out this incredible landscape of South Asians, Indian Americans in the United States. So um, can you talk a little bit about how the whole sort of process of developing the Americans came about? Well, it actually started in 92, 93, when Mm -hmm. I came to New York and uh, was living with family out in Long Island, you know, because I was on this scholarship uh, to study photography, but um, you know, couldn't afford, the scholarship only covered uh, my tuition. And so I was living with them, and, and it was just a bit of a surprise. You know, in some ways, it was home, but not quite home. And so I think there was something you know, that I found really interesting about that and felt I wanted to document. And there was no idea of, obviously, at that point, of doing a bigger project. Mm-hmm. But it just really started with making portraits of them mm-hmm. and, um, and, and other people that I would, you know, I'd uh, take the train every day on the Long Island Railroad, Road and I'd, I'd come to Penn Station and mm-hmm. I'd meet, uh, I'd buy papers occasionally, I'd meet this guy, Chiman Bhai, mm-hmm. you know, who was a Gujarati yeah. Whom your book is dedicated to, yeah. right? And yeah. so we'd just have a conversation and, you know, we became friends and... and he took me out. He used to live out in New Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, in a basement of a home with three other people, uh, all of them illegal, making this money, mm-hmm. you know, sending it back mm-hmm. to Gujarat. And uh, so, yeah. And in fact, I've lost him, you know, because mm-hmm. I've tried to go back and, you know, they gave me a number. He mm-hmm. apparently did go back to India, but mm-hmm. the number doesn't work. And so I still would like to. So, but that work is not included because in those days also I was shooting a different kind of film. I was shooting slide and... Mm-hmm. The temperatures, um, you know, looks warmer. Mm-hmm. And then in 2000, when I came, decided to come to Stanford, you know, I was, I really wanted to focus somewhat. I had an idea to do something, you mm-hmm. know, uh, around Indians, but I wasn't, again, clear what. And so, so there's always that nucleus, I guess, of, you know, my family right. and friends and, you know, and, but then it does extend Outwards. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can begin by talking about com- a couple of the photographs here. Hmm. Um, I thought maybe, Gauri, if you could talk a little bit about the photograph right at the, on the right-hand side there of Alok and Sumati, yeah. um, taken, I guess, it looks to me like they're going to work in the morning, right? And I think it's the photograph that really captures the style of your work, very mm-hmm. kind of everyday, mm-hmm. right? There's something that this couple would do in, on any regular morning, right? Mm-hmm. But visually, it's so sort of provocative because I heard, you know, last, mm-hmm. last Friday when you had your gallery opening, there was a, um, a young woman standing in front of this photograph who said, oh, well, that's a couple who's going downhill, right? They're mm-hmm. heading towards a split because they're mm-hmm. not even exchanging glances with each other. They're sort of going into their own cars off to work. But mm-hmm. what, was, uh, what were you trying to c- capture? Well, actually, we were, you know, they're friends of friends, mm-hmm. and we were in this, you know, all hanging out in this other friend's home. And actually, they went out to get something mm. from their cars. And so they, in fact, you know, but they both had separate cars, which they do, I guess, use to commute. But it's not a, you know, I guess, going to work in the morning photograph. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
But it was just an, you know, I don't know what, I mean, you, know, you don't know what you're thinking at the moment that you're taking a photograph, some sort of instinct or... Uh, but, and, and later when I was editing, you know, I do also like the way that it's structured mm -hmm. because there's, it's quite monochromatic and, you know, they both look... Uh, I mean, they almost, to me, they look, you know, like they could be performing something. Uh, but at, this, at the same time, obviously, they were just, it was very fast, and they just went in to grab something from the right. car. And they're, in fact, uh, really happily married and now have a son, Veer, who also came to the exhibit in Stanford. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so. It's a little process in the foreground through the car doors and the open hood and then right. uh, it reflects the background of these uh, uh, kind of cavernous spaces that are a kind of chocker block and there's a, it seems like yeah. there's a labyrinth going on behind them and it's mm -hmm. uh, you're kind of they're kind of trapped in the labyrinth versus uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the labyrinth is kind of has become their daily life mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. captures it very nicely from the architecture and the automotive architecture right. and to some people I guess it would also be the dream you know right yes that's what makes it are you trapped in the dream that you tried to create and there are BMWs and Mercedes or whatever it is but it's kind of encompassed them and surrounded them but speaking of dreams you know which is I think a sort of theme that wraps itself around so many of the photographs the photographs right next to that one of Kundan Singh sitting on the edge of a chair in his home in Yuba City Right, that's his son-in-law's his yeah. son-in-law's home mm -hmm. in Yuba City. That mm -hmm. I think is also another version of the dream, right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. uh, manifestation through this really opulent furniture that he's sitting on, and the golden ram, and mm -hmm. this sort of vase of greenery on the far right corner, right? Mm -hmm. But he's peering up at you, mm -hmm. and what comes from comes out to me in that photograph is all of this light and all of this emptiness. Mm. You know, the beige walls, mm. the beige carpeting, mm. right? Yeah, we really, you know, on the invite in Delhi, this is the image that I used on the card. And, I mean, it was the first image that was really used, uh, you know, and I remember having a conversation with my father and discussing, and I was saying to him, you know, it is indoors and it could... And this is something with other images in the show as well, that when we were first curating it, there was an idea that, you know, why don't you do pictures that only looked like they could only be in America, you know, in the landscape or sort of very obviously. And I said, I don't, you know, I think it's fine if it looks like it could also be Gurgaon or Ludhiana mm -hmm. or a bar, in, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and with this picture, so it was like it's an interior, you know. But then we thought about how, you know, there are also the physical differences even in the interior, the, mm -hmm. the way the fixtures look or that palm mm -hmm. tree or the light. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... I mean, you know, I, to me, that look in his eyes, um, mm -hmm. you know, there was just something very uh, moving about him. And, and a lot of people like him that I met who could, you know, to me, be my grandparents or, you know, I had this sort of feeling. Uh, and, and the deer, you know, which uh, my father actually pointed out, he said, this is Sita's deer, you mm. know, and it, I mean, he sort of brought in, and it was interesting that later Chris Pinney made the same association, mm -hmm. you know. Said it's uh, yeah, kind of is, the golden deer. The golden deer. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and, and the state of exile. And the fact so. that it's uh, the, the material uh, behind it mm -hmm. is, is the typical plastic gold mm -hmm. uh, of the 
and it's uh, and juxtaposition of that uh, of that plastic uh, mm. and the uh, and the uh, kind of rose-lucent gold mm -hmm. here uh, mm. in the front is is quite right. is quite interesting yeah. and the, right. the rich foliage in this otherwise beige mm. interior. Mm -hmm. uh, did you stage mm. uh, the no no there's no staging no. Mm -hmm. And that's true of and all of your fact, photographs, yeah, right? No. Yeah. And he would, I mean, he was, they weren't even, you know, he was sitting on the chair, and, but of course I was obviously in the, clo in the space very closely, and in some cases, uh, you know, it would be that they posed for the picture rather than some others where people were not, where it was more spontaneous. So most but, of the work is captured moments uh, yeah. as opposed to staging. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the staging where it happens is that kind of, you know, where you might just, don't look at me or, yeah. But even the spontaneous is, you know, obviously images where I am very close to the people because I'm not using a telephoto or I am sort of shooting, you know, with a 35 millimeter and so I'm always in situations where, and, and partly what's also interesting to me about, you know, I want to have the conversation and uh, mm -hmm. so it's, mm -hmm. it's a way to, yeah. Yeah. So... The last two photographs mm. here are sort of two different versions of pursuing the chasing the golden deer, I guess, right? Mm. The first um, of the, the Indian entrepreneurs who are mm. networking mm. within, like, sort of stone's throw mm. of Capitol Hill. Mm. And then the last photograph here of a young woman who's a factory worker. Right. Yeah? She was in this prune, you know, uh, prune canning factory in Yuba City. Mm-hmm. And, in uh, California? In California, yeah. yeah. So this again, and I actually went out with a friend who's very interesting. He was part of, you know, he's part of the Gadar party with, that they've continued working, sort of old communist from mm -hmm. India. And he works in this factory for many years. And so I went in with him and was just photographing. There's a lot of uh, Mexican, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and Punjabi labor working in this. Yeah. So we were just trying to... So that's actually yeah. kind of a straight portrait of, um, and taken very quickly because they don't, in fact, allow, you know, so he said you can sneak your camera in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, and so, hi. Maybe we can walk over to the next, yeah? yeah? yeah. So yeah. I think one of the things that's so interesting about your photographs is that you're sort of, you know, not only do you travel across the landscape of the United States, right, mm. from East Coast to West Coast, mm. but you're also kind of taking us through domestic spaces and public spaces, right, mm. into the lives of upwardly mobile professionals as well as working class Indian immigrants. And through all mm. of that kind of traveling that you're doing, mm. you're kind of generating for us this very sort of multivalent, multifaceted portrait mm. of what it means mm. to be an immigrant here, right? Mm. Or, and the different ways in which people create mm. lives here. And I was struck, you know, we were just talking about Kundan Singh's mm. photograph, of right. the photograph of Kundan Singh in that room, and I'm struck here by the bottom, sorry, can anyone see the bottom photograph there of Bonnie Singh mm. in Tennessee? Mm. Yeah. Yeah? Can mm. you talk about these, the... Mm the sort of three photographs that you've mm -hmm. installed here? Well, actually, this set, you know, I put together some of the TV images, and there's actually, you know, quite a lot more that were, that had, and this happened retrospectively, and, you know, when you're editing, you start to notice things going through. Mm -hmm. And so I just found it interesting that there were, you know, uh, different things going on with mm -hmm. the television. Uh, 
That photograph is a friend who's a taxi driver in DC, his daughter at home. You know, this is a friend in Silicon Valley and showing us his wedding in Bangalore, mm -hmm. wedding video. Uh, and this was, he was actually a cook in a local Indian restaurant and then we went home, he invited us for dinner and, you know, that's taken during. Mm -hmm. uh, and this again is Yuba City and, uh, uh, you know, a picture of this couple who had come out 40 years ago and still mm -hmm. live in that house. But it was, you know, and the grandchildren were watching TV and I just thought it was, it just seemed to me like this whole thing had sort of landed, you know, like it was all something that had arrived from another world, like, you know, it was um, quite a beautiful object. So I guess with this work, you know, a lot of the material, a lot of the material world became mm -hmm. quite important, you know, yeah. and it's like sort of echoing. So, um, you know, because it is, it was, I mean, part of the decision, even initially, even to use color, uh, you know, I went the first day to shoot with black and white film mm -hmm. and realized, you know, at once that I wanted to switch to color because, you know, firstly, we were in this mall, actually, that was a picture taken literally on the first day. And I, I thought, you know, I went into this drugstore, bought, you know, whatever, Kodak, and I was just, because I realized that we also kind of distinguish ourselves or whatever, you know, in this landscape, mm -hmm. in some ways through the color that we use. And then more and more as I went on, you know, I, would, I just became really interested in how things looked in people's homes and, you know, how yeah. they had expressed themselves or what they had brought with them or what, you know, sort of surrounded them and this attempt to recreate a world somewhere else, which was, I mean, really kind of manifested through the material. Yeah. I think, you know, speaking of the material objects, like in all four of the photographs here, the television takes pride of place in the living room, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not just the television. It's, as you're saying, all of these objects that people bring with them to mm. make this foreign country like a home, right? Whether it's yeah. a frame photograph of the couple mm. on the wedding day mm. or a video mm. of that man's own wedding, which he plays for visitors and perhaps watches himself, mm. right? Mm. Or the old films that Bonnie Singh is watching on mm. the TV below. Yeah. Yeah. But and that number plate that says Khalsa. Right, right on the mantelpiece yeah. Yeah. up there. Yeah, and... And that I, photo which we discussed, which... Yesterday, like, yeah. yeah. Which is just as, uh, in, on the one hand, like a tremendous contrast to the, to the photographs of these interior spaces, but on the other hand, it's also like we're traveling between sort of forms of high culture and low culture, right? What is it that we venerate? What is it that we accord value to? Hmm. Whether it's these paintings that this man is admiring or, you know, video cassettes or old films or... Hmm. You want to talk a little bit about this, that photo? Yeah, no, just that, you know, that photo, I guess it was also just someone was saying to me, this could be a South Bombay living room, right? you know, and this kind of the juxtaposition of these objects mm -hmm. that, you know, from uh, uh, the Raja Ravi Varma, the Ganesh, the, you know, that coffee set, the, mm -hmm. like there's just all of this, uh, that kind of carpet and uh, I think it's an Anil Ribri painting mm -hmm. and, you know, but this odd kind of and quite interesting conglomeration of objects all mm -hmm. brought together. So And the real flowers there in the fireplace as opposed to the plastic flowers yeah. up here. Right? But I mean apart yeah. from apart from uh, it seems that you know just the very subtle aesthetics of just putting 
putting the flowers on top of the television right. and putting the uh, you know, photo frame on top of a television. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I don't often see that in you know, people who have from here. Mm -hmm. It's, it's uh, you know, in a subtle way, I mean, it's, it just reminds you of a, of a different yesterday yeah. altogether. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that kind of accumulation of material objects, which I think is really evident in some of your other photographs. Right. No? Yeah. Yeah. I think it did vary, yeah. and obviously with the family and friends, you know, there is that natural intimacy. And with other people, it could be just uh, half a day, mm -hmm. like with Bonnie Singh, because we were traveling through, or or there are pictures that are completely, you know, out in the public. I mean, or that's uh, a collector was having a dinner for a, for an artist, and so that's you know just some guest at the party. Mm -hmm. But um, but I did find that people were just you know, uniformly sort of really open and just really wanting to have the conversation, actually, you know, and very curious about if, like, you know, sometimes people I didn't know, they wanted to talk about what I was doing and why, and, you know, and they often had ideas, you know. I mean, a lot of it, like that first picture, even from the pruning, I mean, that's my friend, you know, Makhan Singh, saying, you must come with me to the factory, and this is, you know, and so then people just, so it also grew through other people's ideas and, you know, what I should be doing. Uh, so, you know, actually there's uh, someone here whose grand-uncle, you know, Shamshir Singh in uh, Washington, he's, he said to me, you know, he said to me, he, uh, he phoned me and said, uh, my brother's, you know, passed away and I want you to come and photograph the funeral. Because if you really want to talk about what it's like, you know, being an immigrant, mm. you should know. Uh, what it's like dying here, you know, and so I went out. So, so it became in that way, you know, I would say in some ways collaborative. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you then, that. like, do you now have a relationship with all these people you photograph? Are you still in, you know, yeah. being in touch with mm. them? Like, I would think mm. it's very special. Yeah, I would like to be in touch with everyone, but, you know, not some people's numbers have changed, or like even for this show, I've tried to, you know, phone and tell everyone, but then some people you get, you know, so, but yeah, I would, as far as possible, it would, you know, some people like I, like the guys on the cover of the catalog, I, their number had totally changed, and I started looking on the web, looking, and then finally I found them on MySpace, because they have this band, California Soul, but then that number was wrong, then, you know, and I'm back in India, then my brother, very sweetly, you know, in the States, I said, you have to, he started in the state. He found one guy's number, and anyway, finally I got. And they were kind of shocked, like you know, yeah, we remember, you know, but why? You know, they said, I really, you know, and this is, the, and I want to send you. And they were, you know, very sweet and really happy, and kind of. And it would have been actually, I would have loved to if they could perform at one of the. But now they're doing Bollywood stuff. And they're kind of like, and doing not so much, you know, because mm -hmm. they used to do this mix of sort of hip-hop and desi and, you know, great things. 
music dance performance. So. Corey, you were talking about photographs, about living here and dying here, right? And yeah. those are the photographs, I think, well, at least the first two of this collection. Um, the top photograph, the top diptych, is in Yuba City, right? Mm. The second is in Maryland, and then the third is also in California? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yuba. Both those are Yuba, and this is in D.C. Yeah. In D.C., right, the middle one. And, uh, you know, what's so striking to me is that so many of your photographs kind of document um, the Sikh community in the United States, which, you know, of course, we know is one of the uh, older, you know, one of the first immigrant communities that came to the United States, to California and Yuba City in the late 19th century, right? Mm -hmm. But now in this top photograph here, you have this man who's cycling across the street. Uh, on his handlebar is an American flag, right? Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting because on the one hand, it's a sort of, it's a, it's a kind of, it's a picture that is sort of humorous to me, mm -hmm. right? This mm -hmm. man just sort of cycling, you know, down the street and all of that. And, and it's Punjabi Juttis. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. But then here's this flag, which is, I guess, supposed to protect him or to sort of say, I'm not an outsider here, I'm just like one of you, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also under that same flag that so many Sikhs have become the, mm -hmm. you know, object of hate crimes and a lot of racial violence, especially after 9-11. Mm -hmm. um, Although the you know the second the funeral of the man in the second photograph is not a direct consequence of 9/11, he was I think yeah. killed by the DC snipers, yeah. right? So can you talk about this sort of series of and then you have this sort of like empty kind of dusty landscape of California at the bottom. So can you kind of yeah. talk about what's structuring these yeah. diptychs? Well, it's true that you know. Um I mean, obviously, I was, you know, still photographing post 9/11, mm -hmm. and that did really hit a lot of people really hard. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of the summer of 2004 mm -hmm. photographing uh, people who had, you know, were dealing with uh, families that someone had been deported or people that were victims of hate crimes. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I then decided, uh, in the end, not to include that work because, in some ways, this is, you know, I guess it's about something else, mm -hmm. and to me, it you know, it's and those were sort of overtly political mm -hmm. in some ways, but uh, but I was really concerned and involved right. with what was going on. And, uh, and that so, photo, though, is like I mean, that's yeah. another version of politics, right? Yeah, Tej Man and Romy Saini mm -hmm. running for supervisor of local mm -hmm. city councils, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like no, you, can't it, you can't escape politics even if it. your no, photographs are not course. overtly political, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and I mean. Uh, yeah, they would be political, but I just mean that would sort of run through yeah. the work in other ways, mm -hmm. you know, and they will, you know, someone's doing a book on hate crimes and wants to use, mm -hmm. so, and you know, that's perfectly fine, and, uh, but I guess I was just talking more of the larger experience mm -hmm. of, you know, and some of those images were made in mm -hmm. uh, uh, sort of, they were simpler in a way, they were just talking about one thing, you know, so I didn't include some of that, mm -hmm. but yeah, but this was just, you know, it was also just really shocking. Uh, I was living in D.C., and, you know, you open the paper, and, and suddenly there's and, and that sniper, and everyone was, you know, feeling a bit paranoid. Mm -hmm. People had been going around, you know, because these guys were shooting out of the back of this van. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, he was a taxi driver just standing at this gas station and just got randomly... This was this freak thing that happened, which is obviously you know, a tragedy for the family, mm -hmm. and I 
just wanted to go and uh, so that was at the funeral. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, in addition to the tragedies that yeah. sometimes you have documented, because mm-hmm. there is a sort of, I think, in some of the photographs, a sort of tragic sensibility, right? Mm-hmm. There's also a romantic sensibility that pervades sure. a lot yeah. of your photographs, um, especially the one right here yeah. of uh, Malika Kohli and her husband mm-hmm. sharing an intimate moment after, I think, she passed an exam, her chartered accountancy exam. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, she moved from Delhi and, you know... Uh, I think this was less than a year of her being here, and she just passed this exam, which was a big deal, and mm-hmm. now she could work. And uh, so that's her and her husband, and you know, all their friends celebrating. But, yeah. It's another sort of exemplary instance of what you were saying in the other room about how these photographs could be taken anywhere, mm. right? It could mm. be in Bombay, it could be mm. in Delhi, it could be in San Francisco, which is where the photograph was taken. Mm. Um, so there is a yeah, kind this of like, was definitely an example. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I guess for me editing it I mean it's also you know I'm just trying to think that so many things because there was you know a a lot of work from this evening even you know but uh, just to pick this one image you know I mean part of it is the emotional thing and then part of it is the formal Mm -hmm. thing you know Mm -hmm. and again I I sort of found uh, that you know, the colors, the hands. I really like this person, you know, this hand. Mm-hmm. I like that shadow. There were things that you start to discover later in the images that, you know, that are sort of interesting. And so I'm not... But, of course, they are at the center of yeah. it. And, um, yeah. So speaking of love and marriage, mm. yeah. there's a set of <laughs> photographs back there um, which are, to me, some of the more sort of exuberant photographs mm. in, in your uh, exhibition here, um, of the two dancers mm. at the top, mm. right? Mm. And then this uh, Gujarati convention mm. for speed dating, mm. right? Yeah. Meeting your mate. Mm. And then the photographs, the diptych below of um, Royal Albert Hall mm. in New Jersey mm. being decked out for a fantastic mm. blood red. Bollywood wedding, yeah. <laughs> complete with the sari clad wife and her kurta wearing husband on yeah. top of the wedding cake, right? Wedding. Yeah, so there's, I'm thinking, incredible amount of like mm-hmm. energy and exuberance, mm-hmm. but also in the, you know, in the middle, the, the series of photographs of the couple speed dating, right? Like anticipation mm-hmm. and maybe nervousness, right? Mm-hmm. Can you talk about and it's just you know, interesting how you came to this? It's because yeah. they're all three different locations. Mm-hmm. But they work together as a, as a mm. set of images. It is just interesting how things get transformed. You know, somewhere else, like actually that was a Bhangra competition in D.C., which mm-hmm. is performed by a lot of students from Ivy League colleges. And so a lot of it, you know, it's like Harvard versus Stanford. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I was just shocked at how well they did it. You know, there's no one in... I mean, I don't see that yeah. in India. And, you know, I think even in a lot of Punjab, you mm-hmm. won't maybe the odd wedding now. Mm-hmm and that they were performing, and there's a competition, and, you know, but at the same time, they kind of have the gelled hair, and, like, mm-hmm. that guy, you know, this, and he has, obviously, total American accent, mm-hmm. and is really from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same, you know, with the middle, it was, uh, I just went to, I was really curious, because they said matrimonial conference, and, and then I found, 
that they're all people really from one community, even within Gujarat. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, these like younger people are signing themselves on, you know, and, and they come there and then they spend two days, and so they've kind of mixed both things together. Yeah. And you know, they, uh, I guess you get ten minutes with you know each person, yeah. and then you start making lists and deciding. Um, so that was kind of fun and interesting. And then the space, I went for something else, actually. I was invited for a birthday party, and then, you know, I was just wandering through because it's this huge Royal Albert Hall, mm -hmm. and outside is, you know, uh, I mean, there's this odd, like, huge golden statue, you know, of um, yeah, someone from Gujarat, you know, a Patel. And, but at the same time, it's this, like, it's, you know, has this white dome, and it's called Royal Albert mm -hmm. Hall. And, and uh, and wandering through, I didn't know, but they do host quite a lot of functions for Indians. So I was just walking around. I, you know, stumbled upon that cake, and the thing hadn't even started. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was also sort of. Uh, I mean, I think some of it is also funny. You know, to me, it's. it's yeah. But it's also something like that, obviously, that yeah, yeah, like people are taking this very seriously, right? Like the Bhangra right. dancers take their Bhangra seriously. Sure. The people who want to get married take. Yeah, the prospect of, of yeah. Well, no, no. I, I, mean, I just mean yeah. like the figures on the cake. Yeah, yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also. I mean, I think what this set of photograph also sort of, you know, speaks to me about is like a second or third generation experience of living in the United States that mm -hmm. might be quite distinct from like some of the images that you had in the other room, right? Of first generation immigrants, people who came here and then mm -hmm. their descendants, especially mm -hmm. in the in the center photograph of like second, second generation Indian Americans trying to meet people from their own community. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean that, you know, it is interesting how much actually does, uh, you know, get transmitted yeah. because you wouldn't have thought and, and you know, I'm sure uh, because after this I found out there's a lot of these matrimonial conferences. And for each, of, almost, for almost every sort of regional yeah. and religious every, group, right? Yeah. 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 And then that whole thing is so interesting how it also becomes, you know, often quite regional here. We were talking those conferences, you know, which again you don't as much see. Yeah. Obviously because in India it's, you know, it's different, but here you, you know, there's a big emphasis and people actually enroll themselves in them to mm -hmm. learn more about, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, That again, you know, it happened. Yeah, so it happened during the editing because there were images that I just felt, uh, like say even this couple, you know, uh, they both clean the motel, you know, together, and they, uh, I mean, they just do this incredibly hard job, obviously, you know, if, uh, and and when I lo I looked at both the images, I just thought you know, it would be really nice actually to put it together. You know, there's a few of actually couples going through. There's another one, you know, right in the beginning room where there's Dan Patel's father on the left, you know. Uh, he's sitting on his bed, which is kind of looks very, you know, grand and throne-like. Mm -hmm. But he was in this, you know, this new house, but also very lonely, his son's house, and he'd lost his wife. And so again, the image on the right is of her, and I just wanted that, you know, both of them, and 
yeah, and for it to be a seamless, even though they might work individually as well. Uh, or in this case, you know, I was talking to these people in the park, that again is Yuba City, and then he came down. I mean, this road is adjoining this park. And the mailman just like, you know, he came down, and I thought it was really interesting, you know, he was a US mailman and me. So I just went across and took, but then I thought it would be nice to put them together because it's also the context of where it is. And uh, so there were different reasons for all of the diptychs. You know, uh, this again is to do, I mean, they're building the big Sikh Gurdwara on Massachusetts Avenue in DC. And again, I wanted, you know, very much to show the larger space, but also to show their work. Uh, but at the same time, they also had to work formally, you know, so it became something that I was for a long time putting images up on the wall and then taking off, and many didn't. Um, so there, yeah, I guess there's a narrative, but also, and I'm not really, you know, because people often do a kind of juxtaposition, and I think in my images, it's not so much a juxtaposition, but of taking it one step further. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, pushing the narrative a little further. So, and, and again with the matrimonial, I mean, I was just because... Yeah. I mean, that's really yeah. But then there was a lot of thinking of, you know, obviously the space and how to... Gauri, in addition, yeah. I, I have a question of my own, actually, that sort of follows up on yours, which is that in addition to sort of different photographs that are combined in diptychs or in more panoramic frames, you also have so many images of mirrors in your work, mm. right? Whether it's a mirror that he's cleaning here or the mirror mm. that the young woman is dressing in for her aranghetram there. Mm. Um, elsewhere, I think also in the other room, there are mm. a couple of other, maybe a couple of other images of mirrors. So, mm. And yet, in your mm. book, mm. there's only one photograph where you are reflected in the mirror. And that mm. photograph is not in this mm. exhibition. <laughs> right. That's so can you talk about, like, mm. I know I, I yeah. imagine that comes out of the process of editing too, mm. but why these mirrors of reflections upon reflections mm. and how you've kind of taken yourself out of that reflection mm. also while mm. photographing it at the same time? Yeah, actually, that's interesting. I didn't, you know, I mean, I just didn't print that larger because mm -hmm. there's some images that I'm not sure they work as a print, mm -hmm. you know. There's other images also because not everything works as a print on the wall. Right. Uh, but, uh, and someone else at the opening was also saying, like, came up and said, it's all about reflections, isn't it? And I was like, maybe, you know, and he was also talking of, you know, in the water, in the glass, yeah. in, but... Yeah, the water down there, the man by the pool at the party. Mm. Though his image isn't reflected there, per se, but... Uh, I do know, I mean, you know, consciously... Uh, for example, I did pick the, a lot of images of images within images, mm -hmm. you know, which mm -hmm. I am interested in, and photographs within, you know, and there's quite a few in that room, like yeah. those three. I yeah. Shall we walk over there? Yeah. So you were talking about these mm. images within images, mm. right? Mm. Um, here in the middle, also people taking photographs, mm. uh, taking a photograph of someone mm. taking a photograph, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's a kind of, or here also in the bottom, the, all mm. these incredible sort of like 
this table top full of like framed photographs mm. and trophies and awards and mm. so on. Can, yeah, can I think I just, say? yeah, I'm very interested in obviously photographs and, you know, often in re-recording that and, and, and in people photographing. Mm -hmm. That's true, you know. So if I'm sort of missing, you know, in this, but I think anyone taking, a, you know, that sort of is standing in, in some ways for me, mm -hmm. you know. So I sort of gravitate and, and actually through my work, that's, it's not just in the show, but even through other work, I'm often photographing, you know, people photographing or looking for. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, they all have different reasons for, you know, this is to me really interesting because this is this couple when they were young, mm -hmm. you know, and so, and I think, and he's photographing her now and, you know, I mean, it's this sort of great love story. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, they still look uh, sort of really, you know, but they've also had, they live in a small town in Silisaga, Alabama, you know, she married him, she was thrown out of the family for doing it, she's, you know, she's from Muksar in Punjab, she came there with her aunt and uncle, uh, met him, Donnie, he was a basketball player, you know, and met him in college and uh, they got uh, married and uh, they have two children and they sort of, and they live, and this is in his father's house, his parents used to, his father used to work in the cotton factories mm -hmm. and he's since had an accident and in fact, you know, uh, it's a kind of neurological disorder but she is this really competent, you know, great person who holds the family together as a pharmacist, works in, you know, and we went gospel singing in a church, you know, in a sort of clapboard church, black singing on a Sunday, and she was there in a salwar kameez. So I thought this is really as far out on the frontier as it's possible to be, you know. I mean, she's really... Uh... So, but then when I went to his house, I mean, I, it was lovely to see that picture, and of all the pictures, there's so many pictures that you know, there's a whole story of them, but it became about this, you know, I guess, journey of sort of before and after. This was interesting that I took these pictures of two friends, mm -hmm. both of whom you knew, uh, yes. know, at totally different times, yeah. and, you know, and then when I was editing, it was just odd that there were all these, you know, coincidental similarities between them, that there's these tiles, and that's Ghatak, and that's Nargis, and they're both wearing black, and they're both on the right side, you know. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would be interesting to put them together. Yeah. And with them, their parents, they are, you know, second generation and just really accomplished, you know, great kids. And, and the parents were showing me all of their awards. And so I thought, I'm a, you know, yeah. I want to put it together. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, again, always interesting to go into someone's, you know, house or whatever, mm -hmm. museum, or, and look at the images and what people have chosen to record or, right. you know, value in that way. Yeah. So. I mean, in this sort of set of photographs that you have in this, uh, this room, actually, there is such a profusion of material objects mm. and what they represent for people, right? Mm. Whether it is a donuts behind mm. the Dunkin' Donuts um, mm. salesman, mm. right? Mm. Whether it's the salwar kameezes and the videotapes that are being sold mm. here, mm. right? Uh, again, the framed paintings and photographs at the mm. art collector's house mm. on the lower right of that diptych. Mm. Uh, the photo that you've taken of a painting, which was in a Gujarati-owned mm. motel right. in San Francisco, yeah. right? So, and this one in Queens. And this one in Queens. And a Bangladeshi Bangladeshi, Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, which is such an interesting contrast to the sort of more highly prized 
formal art that is in the art collector's house, mm. right? But mm. yet it's an example of art too. So mm. exactly. Um, you know, there's, I think there's a very interesting um, story that you're telling through these objects in your work, right? And there's an interesting and maybe sometimes um, contradictory relationship between the human subjects in your painting and the mm-hmm. material objects hmm. that you focus on. Why do you say contradictory? Well, like, for example, mm. I mean, just, mm. I, I know nothing about art criticism, so... Mm. It's just my thoughts. Yeah. But for example, in, yeah. I'm so co- compelled actually by the lower diptych photograph, mm. the two photographs here. Mm. Because you have these, these young women who are sort of like, you know, apples of their parents' eye, right? Who've done all these incredible achievements, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I would imagine like parents who, uh, parents not only taking a lot of pride in their children, but kind mm. of treating them as children, like as mm. sort of infantilizing them in a way, mm. right? Mm. But then in the photograph right next to mm. them, you, mm. I feel like the, the young women are really kind of coming into their own as women, right? As sort mm. of like, even as sort mm. of sexual beings. <laughs> like mm. I actually find the, the gaze of these young women quite seductive, mm. right? So mm. the, the parents are trying to freeze frame their kids, as these like wonderfully accomplished young children, but then you have these young children, these women who are actually totally grown out of those pictures, mm-hmm. who are not the girls in the pictures anymore, if they ever were what they, their parents yeah. thought they were. That's mm-hmm. true. I mean, the real sort of, you know, I suppose, yeah. opposed to what is frozen. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. And then, of course, you have the, news, the magazine sellers mm-hmm. behind you. Yeah, there is a lot of images in, you know, I mean, there's those images, there's the images in the motel owners. Yes. All the, even, then down there, there's the images of the Khalistani uh, militants. Mm-hmm. Or of know. Graceland. Up or there. of Graceland, yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of... Yeah. Um, One of the other um, themes you were yeah. talking about the other day hmm. is of how you've also sort of captured all of these different religious communities mm-hmm. among Indian immigrants here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whether they be Sikhs or mm-hmm. um, Hindus here in Tennessee mm-hmm. during a Rath Yatra, mm-hmm. or uh, again, of course, somebody's um, a temple in somebody's private home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or um, in the lower middle set of photographs, the yeah. um, Tamil Brahmins mm. doing a thread-changing ceremony mm. in Fremont, California, right? Mm. Yeah. You had a really sort of interesting comment yesterday when you were talking about how, you know, maybe as secular Indians you don't sort of want to think about how religion mm. is such a defining force. Mm. But yet for so many immigrants it is the defining force, right? Mm. It's a way that you mm. not only identify yourself but you also, like, mm. recreate who mm. you are. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I really saw it running through the lives of a lot of people, you know, and it, it, it does become really important in a way that, I mean, I guess it is in India as well, but then here you would see uh, things, you know, like this Brahmin thread dying mm-hmm. ceremony that I wasn't, you know, and again, a friend told me, and we were like at, at five in the morning in this mall, I don't think anything's going to, but we got there and they really had, you know, all come there and had the whole ceremony and then basically got dressed and went to work, you know, wore their T-shirts and pants, and at nine, they were all kind of, they're all Silicon Valley engineers. So, you know. so that was, uh, uh, you know, it was, I mean, in that case, even just a spectacle, it was, you know, interesting, and, and, but also 
sort of very human because we talk to, uh, you know, again, so many different people brought together by this experience. But in that, you know, picture, I was... On the left. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was Brahmins of North America. That, again, is a kind of regional group. But they were in a small, you know, motel in Edison, New Jersey, and yeah. they, it actually was a weekend where they performed, you know, everything including a full-scale haven, you know, and, and again in this, in this room, conference room, yeah. whatever, you know, uh, with the pundit demonstrating, with the Ganga Jal, exactly, yeah. you know, and, and doing it. So, so it was, you know, I, I think yeah. people do bring yeah. or find a way, you know, what is important to them. And this is, uh, sometimes it's symbolic, sometimes it's, you know, uh, I mean, it really cuts this time when I was in a friend, friend's home, you know, in Silicon, and he was looking at the book, actually in Burlingame, near San Francisco, and he was, and then he sort of dragged, you know, dragged me and said, uh, and showed me his mandir in the cupboard, mm -hmm. you know, so, and partly, of course, you know, it's space, so, you know, a lot of people end up doing, uh, but it's also very, um, and to me, like, that just looked beautiful, you know, and it was, you know, quite unlike mm -hmm. any mandir that I had ever seen. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but also so you so would find it across, you know, from the big construction of the big Sikh Gurdwara mm -hmm. on Massachusetts Avenue to the mandir in the cupboard. I mean, it just cuts through uh, and I think goes quite deep. Yeah. No, I think, you know, what's interesting about the way you've taken these photographs is that there's simultaneously a sort of like a very deep, profound sense of respect, right, mm -hmm. for these people's attempts mm -hmm. to preserve a sense of tradition or preserve mm -hmm. a sense of religious mm -hmm. culture, right? Mm -hmm. and, and certainly you can see, like, for example, in this photograph of the Ratyatra, you can see, like, this kind of really intense desire to preserve a sense of authenticity, Mm. Right, mm. like to have the authentic mm. oven and mm. do the ceremonies mm. properly as they've mm. been done for centuries, etc. Mm. Right, mm. but the way that you've juxtaposed some of these photographs here also suggests that, like, mm. you're a little bit tongue in cheek. You know what mm. I mean about, mm. like, for example, you have the Ratyatra here, mm. and then you have Graceland back there. You know, so yeah. who, you know, who mm. is it that we revere? Mm. Right, mm. or. You know, where does mm. our faith come from, mm -hmm. right? And, mm. like, you know, what is mm. sort of authentic faith mm. after all? Yeah. yeah. That's and then we always assume that, you know, there's no families celebrating Christmas. Yeah. That's my family actually in Chicago. Okay. And that's my grand aunt and uh, my aunt and cousins. And <laughs> so, yeah, so this, and then there's two, you know, images with the Santa Claus. It was, that, it was unwrapping Christmas presents on uh, Christmas morning. Yeah. I mean, especially the one which is in the middle on the right side of the, in that series, where I think mm. it's your grandmother and mm. um, my cousin, yeah, uh, mm. or your cousin. Uh, mm. But the stance and you know the intimacy between them, it seems to be a very playful argument yeah. uh, mm -hmm. uh, going on, and it's, uh, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's you know like. Hmm. For me, it was like, oh, so this seems to be a completely settled family in the U.S., very used to the culture here, has completely accepted it, and hmm. so therefore hmm. on the day of, on the morning of Christmas, has that same enthusiasm and the same sort of, you know, hmm. the, that feeling of teasing and uh, hmm. uh, a playfulness hmm. about hmm. the whole event. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess they are very comfortable, yeah. but at the same time, I don't know if it's the same as mm. you know, what about the last two being pictures? from here. This is a store, actually. Mm. They're both stores in Jackson Heights. Mm. So that was, you know, up in a staircase, and there was, uh, I guess, photograph of a Maharaja. Mm. And then on the right side, another kind of Maharaja, you know, Santa Claus. Mm. And it was in, you know, they put all the khandas and they uh, sort of decorated him in their own Indian style. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Mm. And that up there is again Royal Albert Hall with the. Which was the one with the wedding cake? It was part of this whole thing, yeah. Yeah, no. That's, uh, so. Gauri, you know, yeah. in, in one of the reviews of your exhibit, mm. when, you had, when you showed the Americans in Calcutta, mm. um, Avik Sen wrote that, you know, in order to experience or understand the Americans, mm. We also have to sort of understand Jhumpa Lahiri's short stories, mm. right? And mm. that he suggested that there was a kind of through line between Lahiri's short stories about Bengali immigrants mm. in the U.S. and the kinds of photographs that you're taking. Mm. And I've been thinking about, like, what kind of connections might mm. he have been referring to? Mm. And the images that kind of jumped out to me are the, mm. the two images right here on the far left, right, mm. of the... Um, Hmm. of the sort of uh, agricultural commissioner of Punjab University mm -hmm. on top in the nursing mm -hmm. home having injured himself. Mm -hmm. And then the two um, school teachers from Baroda mm -hmm. who are now in the U.S. working at a motel, operating mm -hmm. a motel, mm -hmm. attempting to sponsor their children to mm -hmm. come here. And I thought, okay, mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm sure many of us have read a little bit of Lahiri's work. Mm -hmm. And um, what really sort of resonates with me between her work and your photographs is this really sort of pervasive sense of loneliness, mm. you know, mm. being alone. Mm. Um, in as much mm. as you've also shown us like this tremendous vitality and sense mm. of community that mm. is being built by Indian immigrants here, right? Mm. So it's like a simultaneous like mm. individualization of your experience and it's mm. also a communal experience at the same time. Mm. Can you talk about these last two photos? Yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, there was this deep sense of loneliness mm -hmm. often that, you know, I would find. I mean, the person on top, you know, he, uh, uh, Pritam Singh Gill, his, you know, his son uh, is doing quite well in Yuba City and has mm -hmm. these 7-Elevens, Taco Bells, you know, but he moved, you know, must have had a very different life as an agricultural commissioner mm -hmm. in Lithiana and, uh, and was now, you know, actually in an old-age home. And, you know, that was also sort of interesting to me because... You know, everyone would say, we don't send. But then I started to meet people, you know, both in homeless shelters and in old age homes, you know, that were. And of course, I guess it's, un, you know, what else? It's over here, sometimes you have to. And, mm -hmm. and his kids, they also had, you know, he needed a lot of care. He was at this point not really able to uh, communicate. And, uh, but it just also was where, you know, he had ended up. And the one at the bottom, you know, there were this couple running a motel, like just really way out in the middle of nowhere. He was a school teacher from Baroda, and his children wanted green cards, you know, and they hadn't. So his brother, who owned quite a few motels, you know, offered for him to come and run. And then if he became a citizen, he could sponsor. So again, they were just, um, you know, actually desperately lonely. I mean, I, I took that picture when we were leaving and out of the windshield. You know, and it was 
I mean, we stopped to ask for directions, but ended up talking to him, whatever, going into the house, having tea, you know, really, they were saying, why don't you spend the night, why don't and And again, this kind of, yeah, dislocation, you know, of a, for a 70-year-old to move, you know, a school teacher, competent math, like, he just kept saying, I really want to teach, and how do I, and instead, I'm in this motel where people would come in, I mean, they'd steal, there were 16, 17 cases, they'd sort of, you know, all these big, would walk away with the TVs and whatever they, you know, and he's up on that hilltop, not much he can do, so. It reminds me of another person we met up on yeah. a hilltop. Do you remember when we took the, the trip to uh, Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. And we <laughs> drove through the, this is a trip that Gori and I took to Las Vegas, right. where we didn't gamble, but yeah. we took in all and, the sites. And we drove and we through met, the Sierra Mountains yeah. in the middle of nowhere, mm. and, and, and we met we a met, Punjabi yeah. Yeah. convenience store owner. Yeah. Gas station and, owner, sorry. Yes, yeah. With his entire family mm-hmm. living in a trailer. And the mo- I think the only people there in. On, definitely on, on that whole people. mountain, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, just, so, you know, mm. so what we lose and what we gain in, our, mm. you know, in the process of mm. migrating, mm. I think, mm. is something yeah. that you've really shown us um, yeah. so vividly. How was this and, I just it, it was different in each place, actually, you know, so it really was quite uh, I think in Calcutta, people thought a lot of people felt they really reacted to the kind of to the loneliness and to you know uh, they felt it was all you know very serious, uh, which but in Delhi and Bombay, I think people were also like picking up on the humor and they found you know, images. And, uh, uh, but yeah, it was very different, you know. I think it's hard to say all of India because it's, it's very different. And where you show, you know, and how. So, like in Delhi, there were a lot of people, a lot of artists and, you know, writers and people like that who came. In Calcutta, it was a lot of students and, um, you know, um, also some writers. And but, But quite... Bombay was a lot of people off the street and even actually very international. And it's sort of funny because in Bombay there were so many Indian-Americans who came to, you know, and the world is, yeah, like there were all these people there who, you know, as well as a lot of foreigners, tourists, and so, yeah. But uh, I guess in the States also it's been different because... Corrie, do you want to take a couple of questions before we wrap up? Yeah, any question. Just a juxtaposition of so many of the works of this humor and pathos that goes very much hand in hand in a lot of these works. And you almost feel somewhat guilty in viewing them because you're Mm. Able to compartmentalize the humor, mm. the pathos, or mm. are you 
I think this, you know, in some ways, and the act of immigration, you know, and having to deal with it, I mean, to me, you know, it is this big act of sort of also imagination, you know, and uh, just having to completely recreate a world somewhere else. And but often I also found that people within that were also dealing with, you know, this new life with a sort of lot of humor and, you know, so to me there was, it's almost like a survival strategy and there are all these different things going on, you know, there's something really serious happening but also something that's, uh, you know, kind of maybe not, not absurd but, you know, is, is lighter than, and I, I definitely wanted to include that as well because there's, uh, there's just odd moments of, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, for example, it was interesting that in, like there were all these boys, like for their cake, you know, that they had all these boys playing baseball and, you know, and they're not, and this, like the girl did not, it certainly was not particularly interested in the game or, so there's also something, to me, there's something kind of, you know, And, and sometimes even the formal is it's also, you know, it's, it's sort of funny that they have the wallpaper look just like the icing on that cake. I mean, there's a kind of, you know, it's still. But I mean, and that's not particularly to do with anyone. I guess that's just how sometimes things are, but. Uh, Maybe the second so. picture kind of, that tells an interesting story too, doesn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you can almost imagine those women buying these clothes, mm. going for a real Indian event, and mm. Yeah. Yeah. and again, the colors and the you know and the stripes and I mean, it sort of echoed the movies. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, exactly. so that might be like uh, photographers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess to some extent, you know, as a photographer, I was just being who I am, where I was, you know. And so I was, 
And, and, and there wasn't even, you know, in some ways, at every point, you know, you're not sort of self-consciously thinking about this is going to be... There wasn't even an idea, in a way, for a show or necessarily, you know. But it was just... Uh, so maybe just reacting, maybe you, one just sees... And I guess in that way, it's very personal. Yeah. You know, that... I mean, it, some people would see it as documentary, but I do see it as very personal because a lot of it is about me, you know. It's... Right who I was in these spaces and my relationship to what was going on and uh, so it's very individual take in that way. you couldn't have captured it if you weren't who you were. Right. The slight nuances of the capture is a function of the eyes through which you're looking at it. And it's not just your photography And I was in some ways, I was an insider and an outsider, you know, yes, exactly. because I didn't grow up here, I, you know, right. but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I did live and I'm very connected to, you know, many of these people, so, and they were all questions that I was also asking of myself, you know, in a way it was, I mean, I hope nothing's resolved in here, you know, it's sort of things that I was constantly thinking about also, you know, it, it was always also, you know, something I, would I live here, would I continue you know, would I go back? Yeah. Uh, what's it like? So, yeah. it was, you know, my friends, so many conversations. It was. I think so many of us in this room, you know, as we're walking through seeing these images of people we don't know or maybe even places that we haven't been to, right, mm. that we can see a little bit of our own stories of migration being reflected out to us like mm. mirrors in these photographs. And, you know, through your photographic work, you've sort of walked on either side of the line between Indian and American, between mm. visible and invisible, insider mm. and outsider. And, I, you know, by calling this collection The Americans, I feel, to me anyway, that you've really redefined what it means to be American mm. today, you know? Mm. So thank you yeah. for yeah. that. No, thank you.